Chapter 2 Theo smirked as Draco's eyes glazed over and his face went slack. His body relaxed significantly and he was soon following the brunette's every order, slowly sliding off him to drop to his knees in front of him on the floor, his wand falling from his hands to roll across the floor and underneath the bed. Grabbing at the blonde locks of his now slave, Theo's smirk widened when Draco didn't even flinch. He was fully under his control. Those lessons with Luthius really paid off, even if he had had to endure the Cruciatus curse from his father every time he got it wrong. Now, Theo drawled, pacing around his former friend. As pathetic as this whole love situation is with the mudblood, I think it's only fitting that we have a little fun with it. I've already tried my hardest to remind her of you at every turn and how much you dip your wick in so many other witches in this castle. Despite Draco not making any signs of registering what Theo was saying, the bastard knew deep down that the blonde was hearing and taking in every word, and knew that if Draco hadn't been under his spell, he would have lashed out at the lies he was spurting. Yes, yes, he continued, coolingly. I know you're not fucking anyone, believe me. Those pathetic little green grass whores are constantly pausing, sucking me off to complain about how you ignore them and every other witch in this godforsaken place. Clearly your feelings in the mudblood run deeper than anyone ever expected. He laughed at this, moving to grasp at Draco's throat and pull him up to eye level. Let's have a little fun, shall we? Hermione and Blaze looked up from the fireplace at the sound of Theo's door opening, watching the two wizards exit and shake hands, smiles on both their faces. Glad we got that cleared up, mate, Theo chuckled. Those Hufflepuff bastards won't know what hits them on the field next weekend. Draco smiled easily back and nodded, giving Theo a friendly slap on the back before sauntering off to the sofa he had originally been sat on, plonking himself down next to Blaze with a sigh. Theo perched himself next to Granger on the other sofa, slinging his arms over her shoulder and giving Draco an evil smirk that went completely unnoticed by the girl sitting next to him. Draco could feel Blaze stiffen next to him, knowing exactly the kind of person Theo was and how Draco felt about this bushy-haired witch. The blonde simply sat poker straight and still, his eyes trained on Theo with a blank look on his face. The effects of the imperious curse leaving him in status as he was given a signal from his master. Well, Theo suddenly chimed in, breaking through the awkward silence. Blaze, how about we have a match of chess in the library? We've not played for ages. Draco could feel Blaze flinch beside him, and he knew exactly where his brain had gone. To the last time they had played wizard's chess at Knot Manor a number of years ago. It was the same summer that Draco and Blaze had dropped their pure-blood ideology and really started to understand what bullshit made up by the Sacred 28 was and what was actually true. The three boys had been in Knott's parlour as their parents had their weekly dinner and drinks with other members of the Sacred Pure-Blood families of Britain, having crept away from the dull conversation with their female classmates to have some fun. The game had started completely normally, with Draco and Blaze having an intense match, which was eventually closely won by Blaze. Theo had patted him on the back, signalling to Draco to vacate his seat, as the winner stayed on to face the next opponent. After just a few moves with the chess pieces, Theo's knight had blasted one of Blaze's pawns to smithereens, 
laughing heartily at his early lead, before his face morphed into a smirk that could only spell trouble for the other two boys. Why don't we make this a little more interesting, lads? Theo had drawled, continuing when he noticed the lack of response and furrowed brows from his friends. Oh, don't be like that. I'm not going to take all your pocket money again, Drakey-boo. Draco snarled under his breath at this, as Theo stood up from the table and made his way over to the side door of the parlour. The confusion the other two boys felt only deepened at this. There was no room on the other side of that door, only a small cupboard where they kept party games, and they were already playing chess. My father, Theo continued, finally reaching the cupboard and dramatically slapping the ornate wood before his hand fell to rest on the door handle. Got me a new toy to play with a couple of days ago, and I've been ever so patient waiting for you two fools to get here before taking her for a spin. The shared her thought that ran through both Draco and Blaze's minds was communicated between them with just a quick worried glance at each other, as Theo opened the door with a snarled, Let's have a little fun, shall we? As soon as he opened the door, the silencing charm must have fallen, as both boys flinched at the sound of whimpering and crying coming from inside the closet. Her was a muggle, tied up and gagged in the small space for who knows how long, tears streaming down her face as she fell forwards and landed hard on the floor at her captor's feet. Draco and Blaze both winced, but knew better than to question what the fuck Theo thought he was doing, especially with all of their parents just a few rooms away. Theo grabbed the muggle girl's hair and used it to drag her across the floor, dropping her unceremoniously at the side of the chess table, before taking his seat again like nothing was amiss. The girl caught Blaze's eye, her tear-stained expression begging him for help. But what could he do? So, the dark-skinned wizard asked, turning his attention back to the chess match and feigning nonchalance. What are the new rules? Theo's face had lit up at the notion of his friends being so on board for what he had planned, but he didn't explain further, simply requested that his knight move again, to stop directly in front of another of Blaze's pawns, before the tiny marble sword cut through the centre of the piece's head, shattering it. Before Blaze could make his next move, Theo stood up again, towering over the whimping girl on the floor. See, Blaze, I have just crushed one of your pieces, so as a reward, I can... He cut himself off, slapping the girl across the face with enough force to make her cry out in pain as the other side of her face impacted with the chess table. As she slumped back down, tears falling even more furiously from her eyes, Theo plonked himself back in his seat, gesturing for Blaze to continue. As the game went on, Draco could tell that his friend was trying to take out as few of Theo's pieces as possible, and he could feel the rage and guilt pouring off him as he had to slap the girl around, albeit much lighter than Theo was, every time he took a small lead in the game. Soon, though, Theo was making his final move with a gleeful shout of checkmate in Blaze's face. The two boys flinched, worried at what their so-called friend had planned now that he was the victor. Their concerns were soon answered when Theo let out a sadistic laugh and rose from the table to claim his prize. Well, boys, looks like I will be the first to sample this little whore. I guess it's only fitting, seeing as it was my father who caught her. The two boys could only sit and watch in horror, terrified of stopping Theo when he was in this kind of a mood. 
and watch as he forced his now unclothed cock down the girl's throat, making her gag as he roughly fucked her throat, one hand tight in her hair and the other periodically slapping her across the chest. She looked like she was about to pass out when he finally finished, pulling his cock from her throat and spurting his seed all over her face and hair, noting that she didn't deserve to feel his hot, pure-blood superior come inside her. When the brunette finally let his grasp on the muggle go, the boys prayed that they would be in the end of it. But they were sorely mistaken, as they heard the Cruciatus curse spill from Theo's mouth, and a sharp red blast of light spurt from the end of his wand, hitting the girl in the chest. She writhed on the floor in pain until Draco couldn't take it any more. Quickly and subtly, inching his wand from his pocket, he muttered stupefy under his breath, making the girl pass out. Huh, Theo had huffed. She usually lasts longer than a couple of minutes. His disappointment quickly left his expression, though, as he flicked his wand, catapulting the girl back into the cupboard and making it slam shut, turning to his friends with a maniacal grin on his face. Guess my cock is better than I thought, he laughed. Draco flinched out of the memory when he felt a hand on his shoulder, digging in painfully. His features showed no emotion as Theo leant down, brushing his lips against the blonde's ear to whisper, Be a good little pet and make sure by the time I'm back, her self-esteem is through the floor and she understands how much you hate her, yeah? He made to move away before changing his mind, his fingers digging slightly more into Draco's shoulder. Although, if you want to rape her, I wouldn't be angry. With a final laugh that would appear to anyone else listening to be a friendly goodbye, Theo and Blaze left the common room, Blaze shooting his best friend a final concerned look before exiting. Hermione glanced nervously at Draco, her doe eyes widening when he made eye contact with her, and quickly stood up making his way to sit directly next to her on the sofa, far closer than he had ever been to her. Her breath hitched as his hand grasped her wrist, pulling her smaller hand into his chest. A moment of panic flashed across her eyes before she noticed the pain swirling in his beautiful grey orbs. Granger, he rasped, the panic evident in his voice. We need to get out of here. Before she could even think to answer back, she found herself being dragged from the head's common room and down the winding corridors of Hogwarts to finally be pulled into an empty classroom on the second floor that had not been visited for some years, given the amount of dust on the scattered desks. Eventually finding her voice, she yanked her hand out of Malfoy's grasp. Just what the hell do you think you're doing, Malfoy? Malfoy? <laughs>